relativity. Not listening, Doctor. If that freezer has been damaged, it can compromise the current mission. Sorry about this, Tanya. I truly am. But you'll have to go in with everyone else. My great grandmother was a survivor. She lived through Auschwitz, starving, a slave of the Nazis. I'm sorry, Flight. I didn't think we needed to review the service. You keep asking me that. Do you think my answer is going to change? Are you sure you're not just trying to get if me to carry your baby? you just wanted to kill everybody, why not lure us one by one to the airlock and just shoot us out into space? You're hearing voices. But don't worry, there's nothing wrong with your mind, and you don't have to believe in ghosts. You're hearing the voices of the performers whose talents bring the bizarre world of relativity to life. And we have recordings of those voices because we have finally started production of the fourth season, or batch, or fit, or clump, or whatever you want to call it, of episodes of this science fiction audio drama series. Episodes 31 through 40 will soon be winging their way to a pair of ears near you. It's been a long time since episode 30, we know, and we all want to make your wait worthwhile to reward you for your patience while we pull together the best scripts we could and fill the episodes with as many fascinating sounds as possible. So recently, we have released three minisodes. This is, I guess, the fourth one. And we hope you haven't been skipping over those because believe it or not, they're going to be important as the series goes on. So make sure your podcast feed has included episodes 30 Alpha, 30 Beta, and 30 Gamma. We stretched the number 30 as far as we could before committing to calling an episode 31. But now episode 31 is finally coming very soon. And after that, 32 and then 33 and you get the idea. But first, in case you've lost track of some of the details of last season, or if you're joining us for the first time, here's an extremely quick recap of the series so far. In the middle of the 21st century, global climate change has caused disaster after disaster. And life on Earth has become difficult. For the vast majority of people. Millions have died. And millions more are dying. And just when it seemed the human race might face extinction, scientists confirmed that a planet orbiting a star not too many light years away was practically a twin of our world. But unspoiled. And people from all over our world banded together for an ambitious project. The construction of four gigantic ships that would race to this new world. Each ship carrying 21 people. And an entire forest with all the life forms that live in it. And at the heart of it all, a massive metal container. Its contents perpetually frozen at near absolute zero. Thousands and thousands of capsules containing human sperm and egg cells. So like the Ark of Noah, this ship would carry the beginnings of a new chance for many of the life forms of Earth, including humans. Especially humans. But shortly after the ships reached maximum acceleration, ground control stations lost contact with three of these ships. The remaining ship, Konyechny, appeared to be continuing its mission normally until an explosion rocked the ship. A bomb. A primitive explosive device. Deliberately placed so it would damage but not destroy the ship. The only person injured in this blast was the ship's doctor. Christopher Mason. He was the only person injured because everyone else on the ship had disappeared. Including the ship's captain. Deepa Sedana. Who had left a suicide note 
and then she had gone through the airlock into space without a spacesuit. Now, Dr. Mason's only contact with humanity is... Sophia. The mission control flight director. Who is smart and demanding and pretends to be unemotional. Where Chris Mason is short-tempered and prefers to do things his own way. But despite their differences, Sophia led Dr. Mason through the immense vessel in search of his missing crewmates. In the course of the search, something else truly strange happened. Dr. Mason heard the ship's captain calling his name. Even though Dr. Mason and Sophia both knew that Captain Sedona was dead. Sophia told him that it was just wishful thinking. Because Chris had been in love with Captain Sedona. But later, on Earth... Sophia heard her father's voice calling her the same way. Sophia. And Sophia's father had been dead for years. Both of these voices brought a mysterious message. You You must must remain remain connected. connected. Meanwhile, Dr. Mason has been getting closer to an answer about his missing crew. With the aid of the ship's central computer, an artificial intelligence called Nadia, Chris and Sophia have located an electronic signal coming from inside the ship's forest. The kind of signal that would come from one of the ship's spacesuits. Hurrying to the place where the signal indicated, Chris found the body of his best friend aboard the ship. His medical assistant, Peter Miblin. Miblin's body was at the foot of the tall ladder leading up to the deep freeze container where the precious human reproductive cells are stored. Chris hurried up the ladder and with the guidance from Sophia, prepared to face whatever Peter had done to the contents of the freezer. Find out what happens next in Relativity Episode 31. This has been Special Episode 30 Omega. The voices you heard included those of Scotty Moore, Marissa Hebson, Clarence Brown, Stephanie Lindsay, Sean Michael McCord, Lee Shackelford, and Alana Jordan. Find out much more about the series, including ways you can subscribe, hear past episodes, like us on social media, and how you can get exclusive content, all on our website at relativitypodcast.com. Relativity.